Did you get a chance to look at that? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it, mate. Yeah, I get asked this every week. I'm going to take a hat around and get you guys to pay for my fine. Uh, if you all want to chip in, I'll, I'll give you whatever you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Andrew Webster uh, as uh, he started his press conference uh, the other day. Uh, one New Zealand Warriors coach, of course, uh, being very careful about um, the NRL refs. Um, more on that very soon. But uh, the magic round of uh, Brisbane for the NRL has come and gone for another year. Uh, this is where all the teams come together at Suncorp Stadium to celebrate the best footy has to offer. And live there on the spot was uh, Greg Alexander-Brandy. Good morning to you. Uh, a raging success, would you class it as, without looking at individual results? Uh, every year it is, Smitty, uh, and this year no different. Uh, Magic Round sellouts every day for the three, three uh, days of, of footy and triple headers Saturday and Sunday. Uh, kicked off with a double header on Friday. Raging success, uh, as it always is. And Brisbane, we've been talking about this morning on our program, uh, you know, does Brisbane deserve the right to have it? They've certainly got the contract for the next couple of years. Um, and besides the besides the time difference, which just m- makes it very difficult to have it in New Zealand, I think most people said, well, the Kiwis probably deserve a, a crack at it, but the time difference just about rules that out. So Brisbane is really, I think, the only place we hold it. I don't think Sydney could do it as well, and I wouldn't take it anywhere else that isn't a rugby league town. So Melbourne's out. Adelaide and Perth, no. So it's uh, it's Brisbane's, and, and they do it fantastically well. Right. Uh, let's uh, uh, get to the games or reactions to the game. I, I'm not quite sure if you've uh, across this. The, the one New Zealand uh, CEO, of course, is Vodafone. Jason mm. Paris has uh, been outspoken on Twitter uh, about that refereeing performance, looking at the integrity, of course, of uh, the referees and whether they're actually taking a backhand or having bets on it, actually, to make sure New Zealand don't do well, which is uh, stretching it a long way, I would imagine. And Andrew Abdo has come out uh, to that effect just to see where this will head. Um, what, what is your overall reaction to it? I, I can understand the frustration of fans. Um, and you know, even though he's in a position of you know being a, 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 a boss of a, of a company that has been a long-time sponsor of the, the Warriors... Uh, I guess he's making those comments as a fan. So, you know, fans get up uh, frustrated with refereeing decisions. Um, uh, I don't know what the the league do about it, Smitty. I don't know if they can do anything about it. I don't know if they can force anything to happen to uh, Paris, the the boss. But uh, in terms of his commentary around it, I, you know, look, I've... I guess if you're watching it through warrior eyes, you, you would be mm. outraged at some of the decisions. Yes, I can I can see that. I can see that. So, um, but then if you're just a, a neutral observer of games that the Warriors are playing in, you know there's there, there's always some tough calls. There's there's tough calls on on most teams every week. Like you're watching it through your your eyes, your fan eyes. Uh, well, mm. you'll see a lot of things that the general, uh, the general watcher of the neutral watcher, or like me, a commentator. We don't tend to notice that much. We know, and we don't certainly get irate about it. But um, I can understand the frustration. That's for sure. 
Yeah, uh, I, I do too. Um, I was watching it in a pub actually, and uh, the guys were unanimous um, about their reaction to it, and it was quite vocal as well. So, and that's when you take a look at it, I guess. And but they'll be back next week. We all know that. Um, mm. And just, you know, I think what we're really looking for before we get onto game specifics is clarity and consistency. Is that what you saw at the weekend? Uh, yes, that's well. That's what that's what a fan wants, um, and and sometimes you don't get that. Uh, which which can leave you frustrated. So I, I look, I've, I've been in that position, position, Smitty, uh, as you know. Certainly not <laughs> haven't said what the what the uh, one New Zealand man came out with, but uh, I've been in that position where you just think, well, it's all it's is is it real? Like you know, are they are they being fair income the referee? So I uh, understand a fan being being upset. Right, let's uh, get on to um, that uh, performance. You no doubt uh, we're, we're watching it. Uh, we keep saying it, the Warriors are brave in defeat. Uh, the problem is they are losing a bit, uh, bit too often at the moment. Now they've slipped out of the eight, uh, so they've got some uh, remedial work to do. What did you make of that performance, uh, Panthers-Warriors, 18-6? I, I, I thought it was the best game of the weekend. I, in, in terms of footy closeness, the game wasn't uh, was in the balance right up until the you know the the last Penrith try was scored. So in terms of physical, good football played, I thought that was that was probably the pick of the, the games over the weekend. Um, Penrith were, were, were battered and bruised by the end of it, and the Warriors were game. But you're right, Smitty. They, uh, you know, they've been game, and they were very good last week and the week before, but they, they went down to the Roosters in a tight one, uh, lose a tight one against the Panthers, and all of a sudden... There's a bit of heat on them now to to start earning the two points and get themselves back in the eight, even though they're only a, a win out of it. But, mm. uh, yeah, a little bit of pressure now to, to turn those good efforts and those uh, those near wins into, into gaining two points and getting themselves back up the ladder because they deserve to be, you know. But the Dragons have lost five in a row too and uh, lost by narrow margins they find themselves down the bottom of the table and no one talks about, you know, the fact that they were beaten in close games and probably should have won three out of the five. Um, if it doesn't reflect on the on the table, well, uh, there's not much sympathy for you, is there? So they've got to start getting the two points. Really good weekend for uh, all the Queensland sides, uh, beginning with uh, the Broncos, very emphatic over the Sea Eagles, 32-6. to six. Yeah, if I if I was if I was disappointed, and we certainly touched on this during our program this morning, in that uh, the, one of the disappointments out of the out of Magic Round was Manly. Manly were insipid in that loss to to the Broncos, who got Payne Haas and Ezra Mann back after sitting out with uh, hip drop suspensions the week before, uh, and very it was comprehensive. Manly never in the game. Broncos uh, very good and sit on top of the table now with eight wins. Uh, 16 points and have a big game this weekend against the Melbourne Storm uh, who were probably one of the disappointments over the weekend, the Melbourne Storm but uh, yeah, all, the, so, all the Queenslanders yeah, winning were. Yeah they were uh, and I, I watched very closely, there's a lot of romance uh, about uh, someone who's coaching their 900th game and there was a great focus on them I love the coverage actually because they, they kept going inside the Dolphins dressing room as much as 40-50 minutes out from the game and there he was, Wayne Bennett, sitting alongside guys and just pacing around, etc. And my God, I did not pick this. I've got to say, I'm, I'm backing the Sharks to go a long way in this competition. I did not see that, that start coming. 
I don't think anyone saw it. No, that that was that was the shock. And again, one of the disappointments was the Sharks' performance. Now, they're without a couple of their front rowers. Uh, Hamlin Ueli, uh went down last week. Toby Rudolph's been out for for a number of weeks now, and still you know sitting on the sidelines for for quite a while. But Hamlin Ueli also ruled out last week after copping a, a knee injury off the back of a hip drop tackle, so that left them a bit short with big men. Um, but very disappointing. The Dolphins jumped a 30-0 lead and, and just kept scoring uh, and really never in doubt, never headed. So uh, an incredible performance. Uh, it was highlighted by, you know, the, the 900 games for Wayne Bennett. Um, and, you know, he's, what a job he's done because they are, I, well, the Dolphins are one of the stories, if not the story, of the opening 10 rounds of the competition. Dolphins sit... You know, they're in the top eight. They've, they've won games that no one gave them a chance. And this was one of those games. After the Sharks beat the Cowboys as easy as they did last week, Smitty, everyone was, oh, no, no, Vossi said, well, I think the Sharks can win the comp. Well, the Dolphins showed them something on, at, at Suncorp Stadium this weekend. They sure did. Um, my group uh, were talking about um, that they thought the, probably the most important Impressive performance of the weekend was the Rabbitohs, who continue to gain momentum. Uh, 28-12 over the Storm. Uh, yes, made it five in a row, and they've beaten some uh, some pretty high flyers in those five games. So um, another another win against a, one of the heavyweights. The Storm, uh, a little disappointing, but South, very good. Cody Walker, uh, brilliant again. Some nice touches from Latrell Mitchell. Uh, some classy touches, but their forwards are getting the job done. You know, you know, unheralded and don't, and don't get as much uh, credit as they probably deserve. But Tom Burgess, outstanding. Totola back from injury. Jai Arrow, it's a very good middle, led by Cameron Murray, their skipper, who uh, who was just week in week out one of the best players in the game. Uh, and they're all getting the job done, and and it's a classy outfit. Before the season got underway, we, Smitty, I thought I yeah. thought Panthers and Souths would play the grand final this year, um, and Souths tracking nicely uh, to do that. Absolutely, and the Panthers, uh, through all their um, <clears throat> all, all the little things that have uh, happened to the Panthers, they still sit third on the table. I think a lot of people forget that, so they're they're knocking on the mm. door, and when it gets serious, you know they're going to be there. You, you used to wear insipid to describe the Sea Eagles. Uh, what would you describe the Roosters then uh, going down uh, twenty to six to the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, another one. Another well, pr- might have might have been in terms of odds and you know bookies money um you know the the cowboys were big outsiders off the back of what they've been doing for the for the opening nine rounds they've been they've been searching for for performances that just haven't been there and this is a team that most people thought would finish in the top four definitely in the top eight uh the rain came i think at the wrong time now i don't want to blame the rain on the on the roosters performance but they they didn't handle it and the, it, it hammered down for uh, you know, the opening 15 or 20 minutes, the field turned into a bit of a quagmire uh, and it suited the Cowboys down to the ground. The, the Cowboys obviously have had uh, a lot of chat about where their season was heading and uh, their effort was remarkable and it sort of turned back the clock to 2022 and 
what they based most of their wins on, and that was their defence. And they got that right against the Roosters, Smitty. And there's a lot of people asking questions about the Roosters. What's their best lineup? Where should where should Joey Manu play? Where should Joseph Swali'i play? Uh, do you bring Sam Walker back into the fold? Uh, back rowers, uh, front rowers. Lots of Roosters fans wondering what their best lineup is. And I guess Trent Robinson is too. He's trying to work out what his best combinations are. Um, but... Yeah, that was a that was that was a turn up, that one. The Roosters not handling the wet weather. Back to back for West Tigers, uh, and narrow it has to be said, but uh, eighteen sixteen over the Dragons. Yeah, well, the Dragons found themselves in a situation where they could have won the game at the death, but they just got it wrong, and and that's been the Dragons' season. They've they've lost five in a row, but they. Could have easily won those five games, Smitty, or even, or at least got to extra time in some of those games if they kicked goals. Um, but easy to blame the goal kicking. Zach Lomax was uh, sacked after last week's performance. Um, but the Dragons had their opportunity, but just couldn't convert it. And the Tigers, fantastic, great to see them win. Like they, they, you know, no sides copped it like the Dragons, uh, like the Tigers have. Uh, the Dragons have now overtaken that. They've they've grabbed the mantle, and uh, we gave some odds, sports bets odds this morning, and the Dragons are now the favourites to win the wooden spoon. So very quickly has the uh, the heat turned onto the Dragons. I, I I don't know what they do. I you know whether you know plenty of talk about Anthony Griffin getting sacked. Does that I don't know. Does that help them or not? Um, that's a hard thing to know. What exactly happens at the Dragons? But the Tigers, yeah, two wins in a row. Grab the Panthers last week, big win against them, and back it up and get it done against the Dragons. So a uh, bit of hope coming out of uh, Campbelltown slash Leichhardt slash all their other home grounds. <laughs> Titans are uh, getting up over the Eels 26-24 to complete a magnificent round for those uh, Queensland sides. Uh, the other thing that it, uh, is just creating a little bit of a rumour or two on this side, just wondered if you've been hearing anything on the other side, the thought of uh, perhaps Sean Johnson uh, signing with West Tigers next season. Have, have you heard any rumours, any sniff about that, no? Well, there, there, yeah, there was, there was a bit of, there was something written about it uh, late last week, Smitty, and we, we discussed it here. I, we, I can't see Sean Johnson coming back to Australia. Like, I, I just don't think it would happen. I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, he looks happy. He's playing great footy at the Warriors. I, I can't see him moving back and playing for a side uh, that's doing it a, as tough as the Tigers are. Uh, I don't know what the feeling is in New Zealand, but that doesn't sound like a good move to me. I think the Warriors re-signed Sean Johnson because he has been so good. Uh, and if they think he's got another year in him, but I can't, I can't see him coming back to, to Australia, no. Right, OK. Um, just uh, finally, uh, Brandy, before we let you go, you've had a big morning already. Um, thank you for that. Uh, just the three matches I, I'd like to just perhaps briefly look forward to. They all happened before Saturday, actually, for me. Uh, Storm Broncos Thursday night. Uh, Panthers Roosters Friday night. And, of course, our own uh, Warriors um, up against the Bulldogs on Friday night as well. Bulldogs going down to the Raiders 34-30 at the weekend. So uh, what, have, uh, what do you make of, uh, first of all, perhaps our chances against the Bulldogs, yeah? Uh, yeah, good chances, absolutely. Like, you know, the Warriors, uh, the Bulldogs, 
sitting below the Warriors on the table. So the, 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 the dogs, you know, the Warriors, if they play the same footy that they have been, uh, every chance of getting a win. Um, in fact, I'll be tipping the Warriors, Smitty. Um, uh, that's an early, early call out. Uh, I, I've tipped this morning because we had Cameron Smith on. Uh, and we, we always do between 8 and 9 on a Monday morning. Mm. I think the Storm can upset Brisbane. I think the Storm will bounce back after a pretty ordinary performance against Souths. I think the Storm back, uh, bounce back. They beat the Broncos. The Warriors beat the Dogs on the early Friday game. And then the Panthers get the Roosters um, out there at Bluebet Stadium in the late Friday game. So there we go. Three big games, uh, and they're my three yeah. winners. Okay, um, I would imagine a hell of a... I mean, you wouldn't even have any time uh, to socialise as, a, as a, a unit. The Fox Sports team uh, en masse arriving into Brisbane. It's a shame you're so busy, you probably wouldn't even have had a chat to have a beer and a, a chance to have a beer and a chat, would you? Uh, pretty full on, but did squeeze a couple of beers in on Saturday night. Ian, yes. Just a couple. Yes. Just a couple. It I've seen good. your couple. I've seen your couple. <laughs> uh, hey, Brandy, you have. always got great, <laughs> great, great to catch up, mate. Uh, thanks for, very much for your summation there and uh, just putting a balanced view on the refereeing side of things as well. well. We'll just wait to see with interest whether anything comes of that. But as you say, I'm not quite mm. sure they can do too much, uh, to be honest. No, it's probably I don't more think likely they to can. be more likely to be reprimanded within his own ranks, uh, I would imagine, from the board. But uh, it might not even happen there. So good on you, uh, Brandy. Always great to catch up. Thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Cheers.